Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Ascension Presents. I'm trying to slow it down for this video. I don't know why, but you know what? People, they write in all the time and they say, Father, you speak way too quickly. So I want to do my best. Welcome to Ascension Presents. My name is Father Mike Schmitz. Would you like me to speak this more, this much more quiet? Should I use words? of English. I'm starting over again. I can't do it. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz and this is Ascension Presents. So, how do you love someone who's difficult to love? Great question, Camper. Thank you very much, Father. <laughs> how do you love someone who's difficult to love? Every one of us have people in our lives that are easy to love. They are, like when it comes to our batteries, like our love battery, whatever that is, our love battery. When it comes to our love battery, they, they fill us up, right? They charge us up. And there's some people in our lives that when it comes to our love battery, they, they use the battery, they drain the battery. And, um, and uh, that's just the fact. So the first, is, first thing is, I think it's helpful to know what's going on. I think it's helpful to be able to identify at times and not put labels on people, but to simply say, okay, I see what's happening. This person is easy to be around. This person is easy to love. That doesn't make me a virtuous or generous person. That doesn't make me a more loving person, although we can sometimes deceive ourselves into thinking that because we love people who are easy to love, that we're really, really good lovers. Like, false. <laughs> it just means they're easy to love. The challenge, of course, or the test, I guess, is the people who are difficult to love. In fact, Jesus points <laughs> to this and says, this is the test of love. Not to just love people who love you. That's, even sinners do the same. But to be a disciple of Jesus is to love those who are most difficult to love, to love, love the people who are our enemies, to love the people who hate us. Not only that, how about this? To love the people who are difficult, to love the people who are annoying, to love the people who um, just kind of get under our skin. They don't, even, they don't even have to be enemies. They just have to be abrasive or just have to be how we wouldn't want them to be, right? First thing to note, as I said, there are people who are easy to love, okay? I know who they are. And there are people who are difficult to love. I know who they are. I mean, not to put labels on people, as I said already, as I say it again. But so that I know I'm not a great lover if I love people who are easy. And I'm called to love those people who are difficult. So number one. Second thing. I cannot give what I don't have. In order to be able to love, I must first be loved. In fact, that's, again, let's go back to the Lord Jesus. In John's uh, letter, letter of St. John, he says, we love only because God first loved us. So St. Paquita, if you know anything about St. Paquita, uh, she was this incredible woman uh, who was a woman who was kidnapped from her family in Africa. She became a slave. She was beaten horribly. Uh, at one point, there's an Italian family that uh, purchased her and it ultimately gave her her freedom in the course of that whole process of a, a really difficult life. St. Paquita encountered Jesus. She encountered religious sisters. She became a religious sister in Italy and she ultimately became Saint Paquita. But Saint Paquita, she um, has this quote. The quote is, I have been definitively loved. Therefore, no matter what happens to me, I will always be definitively loved. She had encountered the love of Jesus in such a real way, such a profound way, that she knows, I'm, I'm not just loved, I'm definitively loved. Which means that no matter the changing circumstances, no matter the changing seasons, no matter even my own failure, I will always be definitively loved, absolutely loved. Because of that, she was able to love those who had hurt her. Because of that, she was able to love those who had tortured her. She was able to love her actual enemies. Because why? Because 
The only way we know love is because we were first loved. The only way we can be loved is because we have been loved. So, number one, acknowledge. Some people easy to love, some people difficult to love. Number two, I cannot give what I don't have. I have to receive the love of the Father in the Son, Jesus Christ, by the power of the Holy Spirit. The third thing, and this is, uh, it, I think it's really helpful and important. Um, we have to realize that uh, love is a one-way street. So my, my friend Nick, he always says that. He always says love is a one-way street because we always hear the, the, reality, the, the claim love is a two-way street. He says, no, no, no. Relationships are two-way streets, but love is a one-way street. And he goes on to explain um, because you might take it aback here and say, wait a second, so you're just a doormat? You just give, give, give and never receive anything? Nope. A relationship, especially a healthy relationship, is one where there's give, giving and receiving. But love is a one-way street. Why? Because St. Thomas Aquinas, he had said it like this. He had defined love as love is willing the good of the other. See, notice that in that definition, it has nothing, it says nothing about the, the other loving you back. It just says that love is willing the good of the other. It's choosing the good of the other person. So therefore, love is a one-way street. I love not expecting anything back, but also I realize this might not be a relationship. This might not be even be a healthy or good relationship because relationships are two-way streets where love is offered, it's received, and it's reciprocated. But loving difficult people often means that this is not a healthy relationship. It often means that this is not a reciprocal or a two-way street relationship. It might just be the case where I, under I know the score, and the score is I will will your good, and you might not will mine. It doesn't involve uh, necessarily good feelings. It doesn't involve, uh, also doesn't involve uh, not having any boundaries. We need to have boundaries. It doesn't involve waiting for someone to love us back. It doesn't involve them changing and acting how we want them to. It simply involves our making the decision to will the good of the other, to choose the good of the other. I think with those three steps, those three things, one, there's some people easy, some people difficult to love. Okay, I identified the difficult people to love. Number two, I cannot get what I don't have, so I have to first be loved in order to be love. And third, love is a one-way street, meaning all that the world, all that the Lord is waiting for is for me to, in my own way, the way that I can, not the way I can't, to choose the good of the other person. Sometimes that might mean making time for them. Sometimes it might mean tolerating an a, a annoying conversation. Sometimes it might mean uh, any number of things. Sometimes it might mean making great sac personal sacrifices for their good, not just because they want it, but for their good. It also involves, as I said before, establishing boundaries. Because we're not called to be foolish. We're called to be as wise as serpents, Jesus says. Which means that if I know I'm approaching someone who's difficult to love, someone who does not reciprocate love, someone who actually might be in an unhealthy relationship, I'm going to have some real and real clear boundaries on this. Yes, I'm here to will your good, but I'm not here to be your doormat. Yes, I am here to give you, show you the love that Jesus has shown to me, but I am not willing um, to be trodden upon there are boundaries that we're establishing. You, as a Christian, get to establish boundaries. You get to, as a Christian, get to maintain those boundaries. And as a Christian, you get to remind people, those who are easy to love and those who are difficult to love, you get to remind them of the fact that there are boundaries. That yes, as I've been loved, we're called to be loved. And yes, 
Love is a one-way street. That one way goes from the Lord through us to them. Simply choose their good and they are loved. Does that make sense? It's sometimes complicated, sometimes really difficult, but every one of us can do it because you have been loved. Now, get the chance to go be loved. For all this here to Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.